0: my style surprise surprise so you rub your eyes never knew you the yes so cool was i hit a fight then They was too Ducks as hard cry
1: What's up everybody, this is Dave coming at you for another episode of Mindless Digital And uh, tonight I have, well it's his night, my morning So this episode's guest, I've got El Tejano down under, Cuauhtemoc Nunez What's up Cuauhtemoc?
2: What's going on, how's it going?
1: It's going good man, it's going good You guys uh, still in lockdown?
2: Unfortunately yes, but it's all good, it's all good
1: what, what day is this?
2: What day is it? I think right now it's actually Sunday. No, so no, no.
1: It's... What day number of the lockdown?
2: Oh, day number. Oh, Pfft. I done lost count already. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think it's, so it's second week. Uh, I think we went into lockdown last, or the Friday before. So yeah, so it's seven, eight, nine. day 9 of lockdown.
1: Day 9, okay. Um, now... Australia, if for well, for listeners that don't know, um, Guatemala's my nephew and he lives in Australia, Melbourne area, uh, just outside of Melbourne. And so their restrictions as far as the COVID and the pandemic are a little bit tighter than they are here in the US. So for you guys to hit lockdown, what has to happen?
2: Uh, basically one COVID case and then the government starts panicking.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
2: Yeah, because it's it's the state government. So my state, we're very uh, notorious or infamous, I, sh- I should say, that uh, we go into lockdown for the smallest amount of like COVID cases. And um, so yeah, so this time around, we had I think it was two, and then the next day it was like six, and then the day after that was like ten, and they're like, all right, let's go, time to shut down, time to shut down. And so wow. yeah, so it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Because right now uh, Sydney has a lot of cases and so people came from Sydney into Melbourne and they started spreading their diseases around. I'm like, "Damn it, people from Sydney always ruin everything.
1: Those dirty rats."
2: Well, it's it's like people from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is
1: that li- the way? It is? Yeah, it's literally the you same. It has the same how, sort
2: how, of like rivalry.
1: How how far is Sydney from Melbourne?
2: Uh Sydney is about you can do it in 8 hours, but oh no, actually no, 10. It's a good solid ten-hour drive.
1: Also, it's a good distance then.
2: Yeah, it's pretty far. It's pretty far. Yeah. It's far enough.
1: Far enough. Okay. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so, you guys, I was talking to your dad uh, the other day, and y'all got some big news. Um, Melbourne will be hosting the Olympics in when twenty twenty or twenty what thirty two. Twenty thirty two. Okay. Yeah,
2: twenty thirty two.
1: But the government's already, they've already been informed. And so are are they going to start prepping? What have you heard?
2: I've heard nothing about it. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. I think it's actually Brisbane, to be honest.
1: Oh, is it Brisbane?
2: Yeah, Brisbane. So that's another city.
1: And how far is that from from you?
2: So driving is like two days, three days driving.
1: Oh, so it's still a good ways. Yeah, it's a good distance. It's like
2: three or four hours on the plane. Yeah,
1: it's not like when there's a big event like here in Houston, like, for instance, the Super Bowl. Uh, when the Super Bowl was here, I mean, even though I don't live in Houston proper, I live in League City, which is a suburb, which is like southeast. And it's like a 30-minute 30, 30 drive, 35-minute drive into the Houston area or where the stadium is. Uh, we still feel the impact of all, all the preparations, the traffic. You know, all the activities and everything. We're far enough away that we don't really have to worry too much about it. But we're close enough that, you know, we can still get some of the the spillover. And um, so, yeah, I can imagine what it's going to be like when they're prepping for that. Because it's not just an event that's, you know, here in the country. It's an, a worldwide event.
2: So yeah, it's crazy. It's it crazy. has a
1: huge impact. Huge, huge Huge economic impact—that's for sure.
2: Oh yeah, but look, yeah. I don't think that that's going to be the last of their concerns right now. Yeah, I I, th- I think so at least because they got too much too much other stuff on their on their plate right now. So,
1: well, I would hope that in twenty thirty two, the pandemic is just completely behind us and is just you know uh, a little hiccup in in our history and something that we can just talk about and not have to. You know, be in the moment, be in in the in the present with it.
2: What are you talking about? We're gonna have squirrel flu by then.
1: Well, sure. I, I, I
2: <laughs> yeah, there,
1: there'll be something to take its place uh, for exactly. sure. Yeah, it'll be some other lab that the United States gives them permission to release the <laughs> the that virus or pays them to release the virus or whatever it is that they did this time around. Because I am definitely. I'm definitely of the opinion that the United States approved for the virus to be released. I don't know what the, the reason is yet. We will we'll probably find out in like a year or two, maybe three years.
2: Yeah, it's going to be at least, at, at least a couple of years.
1: Uh, I know one of the reasons, at least how I feel, is, is population control. And then there's going to be other reasons that are going to come out because um, it, it's all for a reason, for something.
2: Oh, so, totally, man, totally.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe because of this, they'll come up with um some kind of um uh medication or we should say um uh like a vaccine for like the regular flu or a vaccine for something else and a bigger disease and then they say, hey, see, it, it wasn't for anything. We th- we got this. We did this, and then they'll pat themselves on the back and then. They'll be heroes.
2: Oh, hundred percent. They're always <laughs> they're always gonna bring it back to them.
1: Yeah, it'll always come around to them. And then they'll pay themselves big big bonus checks and we get nothing.
2: <laughs> Man, you're gonna have to go on uh, with uh what's his name? Uh, Ranty with Ramos.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I had to I had to shout him out the other day when I was doing my episode and I talked about this because uh yeah. for sure. I, I've listened to him uh for a while now and you know he's always talking about the vaccine uh, vaccinations are no good. And, you know, if you're just doing it just because they tell you you're sheep and, um, you know, I believe, or I, I, I can believe most of everything that he says or, 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 fall in line with him. I don't have to, I don't necessarily agree with everything, but the more and more things happen, um, with this, with this virus or in this, uh, the COVID thing, uh, the more and more I believe the stuff that he's he's saying, so there's a lot of truth to what he speaks. Oh, totally, yeah. About so, yeah. Uh, big props to him about that. For trying to bring it to light and keep people aware of it, informed, so, informed, informed. That's yeah, the word. for sure. Yeah. You know, sometimes and sometimes you have to inform people because they don't want to inform themselves for whatever reason. Either they just don't want to know, or they don't know where to look for you know, accurate information or just sometimes they're just lazy.
2: I think it's a lot of people are just lazy. I yeah. am. So <laughs> they'll just take
1: it. It's like, Oh, okay. They'll just see the headlines on clickbait and stuff and say it and take it for truth. And because that happens a lot, clickbait, you'll see, a. you'll see, Oh yeah. you know, something on your feed and it'll, it'll have a headline and you click on it. And then the story has nothing to do with what the title had, you know, what was in the title. Oh and I know. So it's like, what? So well, yeah. it's like this
2: this YouTube guy that I watch. Completely different topic, but it's uh he's a car, uh, he's like a mechanic, and he always puts like the stupidest like captions. He's like a 60 year old dude, has been a mechanic his whole life, but he makes YouTube videos and he's like super popular, has like two million views each video, and like he puts the most absurd stuff like um I'm calling out GM if I die. They killed me or some shit like that, yeah. And like he just talks about nothing, nothing even about that.
1: Nothing related. And I'm like, man, this
2: this guy is like the king of freaking clickbait, man.
1: Yeah, that's one way of getting people to 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 listen to you because you know that, and that's smart. And maybe I should start doing that with my uh, episode titles. Is just put something (laughs) stupid, and it's like, what the hell is this about? That way, people will click in, they'll start listening to it, and then it's like, hey, he's not talking about what's in the title, but. I still like this guy, and then that's how you you can win some some listeners. And then you're gonna get some people that gonna say this guy's full of shit. He didn't even mention anything about what's in the title, so it could be it could be smart, smart thing yeah. to
2: do. I think um, any what is it? Any uh, popularity is good popularity. Or what's yeah, Any what's that? What's uh, that saying? Any yeah. attention is good attention. Uh,
1: yeah, something like that.
2: Along those lines. Someone will correct us.
1: <laughs> yeah, any publicity or something like that is good publicity. That's, oh. I think that's it. Yeah,
2: any... Pl- yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, that that's good. Whether you want to be famous or infamous. Yeah. Sometimes it's a fine line.
2: ¿Por qué no los dos?
1: Yeah. Just... <laughs> just yeah, why not? Just like uh, Charles Manson. He couldn't be famous with his music, so he was infamous with his uh, uh, followers.
2: <laughs> oh, God. That's a terrible comparison.
1: Is that too extreme? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which is true. I mean, you're not wrong. That's one way to portray it. I mean, you can either go big or go home, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, um, peop- uh, um, what's his name? Ramos is trying to keep people from drinking the, the Kool-Aid. <laughs> don't drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, that's what I'm going to name it. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> see, see, see what happens. See if my, I'm going to test it. See if my listenership uh, uh, for this episode jumps up.
2: Don't drink but, the
1: kool uh, So I got a question for you. All right, hit me. So what do you get when you get the best podcaster in the United States of Mindless Digital and you put them together on the same podcast with the best podcaster in Australia?
2: Oof. I don't know. What is it?
1: You get the Hanoish.
2: The Hanoish. The Hanoish. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very so... familiar though. That sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> I don't really I don't really know. It rings a bell. It I've rings a something. bell, but
1: you're not sure where it
2: comes from? No, I'm not too sure. <laughs> it was on your um, last episode. I'm, I'm feeling maybe somewhere in like the north. What's that one yeah. state where the Packers are from? Green Bay. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Green Bay, oh wait. Wisconsin, oh, Chica- yes. oh
1: Chicano-ish. Yeah. Chicano-ish. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing our own version today. This is the Hanoish.
2: The ish so... We're still we're related, so technically it's still. Yeah, it works. It works. It works. That, it works. That's our
1: version. Oh, this is the Hanoish because we're both from Texas. That's what happens? <laughs> so the same family, but opposite ends of the of the world. Exactly. Yeah. So what time is it right now?
2: Uh the time is twelve forty three AM Sunday
1: mo- Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Oh. Is this your normal uh hours when you're on lockdown that you stay up this late?
2: Not particularly, no. No. Usually by twelve I cut it short. But I was feeling a bit ambitious today.
1: Yeah. Well you were doing um you were you were oh sorry, I have to sit my mic. You were creating some beats, weren't you, earlier?
2: Yeah, I was, yeah. I was on um Instagram live and nobody except Dave Jokes was watching, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um Well there when I got on there was another uh Yeah, there was a there was a uh, few person. people on there. Yeah. No, but I, but, I probably uh, picked
2: like the wrong times.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny because um my wife Celine, we've been kind of busy lately. Um, You know, I started a new job about two months ago, and she started a new job about, um, no, not a month ago. It was um, the week after 4th of July, so it's been two weeks, I guess, two to three weeks. And then last weekend, uh, we had a birthday party here for her niece here at the house. The weekend before that, we drove down to Brownsville for a 40th wedding anniversary celebration. And in the weekend before that, or the week before that, we were in Seattle for vacation, 4th of July. So the last three weekends have been busy. And then she says, okay, this weekend, we're not doing anything. It's like, we're going (laughs) to lay in bed all weekend long, just watch TV and eat takeout. And that's it. We're not doing nothing. I was like, I'm down with that. So then Friday rolls around, yesterday rolls around, and she says, "Um, I got to go to work tomorrow. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, you know, she's over the whole clinic now. And um, there's a whole bunch of voicemail messages that it's like 300 and something voicemail messages on their phone system from patients. And because they're going through a transition, not just in her becoming the new manager, but they're also going through a transition in ownership. That um, she says, more than likely, we've already answered half of those e- uh, voicemails, but we need to make sure that we don't miss anything. So they're normally open on sa- on Saturdays, like a half a day. Uh, but she's got to go in and, and check all those voicemails and make sure that the, um, they return those calls if they haven't already. So then she got up this morning, woke me up, of course. And that's when I got on the phone and I saw that you were on. It's like, oh, let me jump on and see what he's doing. So then she <laughs> says, well, I'm leaving. And that's when I said, well, if she's gone, she's not going to bother me. So perfect time to do a podcast with Guadamo since he's awake.
2: Yeah, so, I'm still awake. so All yeah. good. <laughs>
1: Get you some coffee. I got coffee, too.
2: No, nah, if I drink coffee, then I'm I'm going to like I won't sleep for the whole week. Yeah. I actually don't well, drink coffee, though.
1: Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't
2: drink coffee. You don't? No, you drink, I don't know what I don't drink, you drink tea anything. Though, right? I mean, every once in a while. Oh, not 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 a lot, really. I don't know something with the coffee. Like I used to drink a lot of coffee when I was younger. Well, I say I'm like when I was younger. But I'm only <laughs> I'm only 23, but still. When you were when a teenager. I was, when I was like a teenager and everything in high school, drinking coffee and whatnot. But then all of a sudden it just started messing with me, like the caffeine. It yeah. gave me like. I don't know. I would get like mad panic attacks. Yeah. It 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 makes you Jittery.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Well,
2: not even jittery. Like I just went like full on like fight or flight response, like panic attacks and shit. Yeah. I hate that feeling. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And so I, I put one and one together. And so I was like, oh, it's the coffee. So I stopped drinking coffee. Didn't happen as often or as much or as intense. And then I drank coffee one time and the same thing happened again. So I was like, damn. I don't know what happened, but I don't know where it just it just sort of came on, you know? So after that I just stopped drinking coffee. I was like, uh ah, I think uh I can give up one less addiction.
1: <laughs> okay. So that's when you started drinking uh beer?
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I transitioned from coffee to beer.
1: Coffee to beer. From one <laughs> vice to another. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. But yeah, I I said, Well, now's the time to perfect time to um you know, talk to, uh, on the podcast because she's gone. All the kids are asleep. It's basically quiet in the house. And then, uh, I said, so I'll do it. That's when I hit you up and he said, uh, give me 30 minutes. I know it took a little bit longer cause I, I had to prep, it, you know, it, it takes a long time to get this together. So I had to take my morning shit, my morning shower, got my coffee <laughs> together. And then I was having issues with, uh, with the computer, trying to get it um, to uh, to boot up, and then for some reason I couldn't remember my my password. It wasn't saved correctly, and so I had to reset the password. Oh jeez! I know. It was you
2: don't a, have a book where you have just like your passwords and everything. No, I usually just save them to Google. Oh or, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, to Google um, when I log in because I have a Google account. And you gotta so you gotta be like Gmail grandma. Account. Yeah, I could write it down. I should. <laughs> Let me get to the well, they, they have those 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 programs now, those apps where you can you know keep all your passwords in one place.
2: Mm, I don't so, know if I trust them though.
1: Yeah, somebody will break in and then just get into your bank and start taking your money and shit. Or
2: something. <laughs> you end up with a uh, six thousand uh, dollar statement from Gucci or some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gucci will know. This guy don't shop here.
2: The <laughs> They'll be like, hang on a second. I call you up straight away. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sir, so, how come how come your last um purchase was from Ross? And now yeah, you have Gucci. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it says here you shopped at Ross and now you're shopping Gucci. Uh things don't add up here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, and you probably six thousand dollars for some Gucci would be like one item, and it would be like A pair of socks or something.
2: Yeah, it'd be socks or, like, the belt buckle. Not even the actual belt. Just the buckle. Yeah, just the buckle. Or just the strap. Just the strap. Yeah.
1: So, uh, we talked about uh, the Hanowish. And, uh, because Pops and his crew, they talked about uh, franchising the Chicanoish label, I guess, and having podcasts all over the place. So we're doing tejano on our own here. But speaking of labels, uh, do labels bother you? Like if somebody says, hey, you know, what are you? You're Mexican, you're Tejano, Latino, Hispanic. Do, do labels bother you? Because I know some people don't like to be like some Mexicans don't like to be labeled as Latino or Hispanic because it's not a true identity of who they are. Yeah. Does, does that bother you any?
2: Um, it used to when I was back in the States like it's different because like growing up and everything, you know. Obviously, we weren't super Mexican growing up, you know, like um and but it it was there definitely, but I always never really enjoyed like Mexican music or like doing Mexican things, you know. Right? A- and, and and yeah, so it's it, it was a bit strange, you know, growing up and being sort of I am Mexican but not really I'm more American than Mexican, you know, and so, but coming to Australia sort of, sort of changed all that because it was more, you know, I whole, sort of, I'm a bit more proud about it now, right? you know, because obviously I'm, I'm so unique over here because they, because I was actually talking to my dad about it today. He was, he was saying like, you know, like, I wonder what people think. Um, oh, cause he was talking about like, you know, like the, the Arabs there and all the different ethnic groups that we have here in Australia. Right. And, and so he was saying like, what do they think about when they see us though? Cause like, I'm not dark enough to be like black and I'm not definitely not Aussie. I'm not Indian. I don't look Indian or I don't think I do. <laughs> and, um, no, I don't get that. And No, exactly. If anything, you're and closer so, to Arab. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, like we were just thinking, like, what do people see us as? You know, it's like, what do they see me and try to think? At like, first, at first, what look, is he, You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. What comes? To yeah, at it's first.
2: like first glance, like exactly. And then once they hear us talking, oh man, it throws up for a loop, throws them for yeah. a loop like crazy.
1: <laughs> In, any any idea that they may might have of who what you might be, it just goes out the window. It's like no, nope, it's not that. So I don't yeah, know what it is.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What's funny because when I'm talking to my clients and stuff, they're like. Like they try to ask little questions to sort of get to that topic, you know. Right. Like they'll ask me, "Oh, okay. Like, do you live around here?" And then I tell them, "Like, oh yeah, I live around the area." And they say, no, "Oh, I where, where were you in before and cut that?" Your hair. <laughs> where were you before that? And I was like, "Oh, uh, I used to live in another suburb." <laughs> so you know, I take it another step further. And they're like, "Oh, what about before that?" <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm like oh what that's not enough or what i'm like damn you're trying to get my social security number you want my credit card you want what else you want man <laughs> like, yeah. copy my birth certificate <laughs> then i'm like oh, oh i'm from texas and they're like oh okay they're like oh i thought you had a bit of an american accent and i was like yeah well look i don't have a cowboy accent so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna try to fake it obviously Right. And and then they're like, "Oh, well, I thought you were Canadian at first. So I was like, oh, that uh, it crushes my soul, man. <laughs> it crushes my soul. So that label that, label, that label, that label does mess with me.
1: <laughs> you better watch it because uh bombastic. She might get offended.
2: That's okay. That's okay. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's see what she says.
2: The nice Canadians. The
1: nice Canadians. <laughs> I don't know um, if you listen to my last episode or if you listen to her I last did. episode, um, she talks about Canadians because I asked her about Canadians being nice and she said to your face. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> she'll be nice about my Canadian remark then. But I, yeah, back in it, the back of her mind, she'll be like, Oh, this damn Texan,
1: <laughs> she'll cuss you out. Yeah, shout, out, still, to, just... shout out to Lisa Harder
2: and uh, the
1: Bombtastic uh, podcast. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So, okay. So labels don't really bother you as much. Um, yeah. And I, I think as we get older and we start embracing who we actually are, uh, cause I, you know, it's funny cause the, the way you grew up and the way I grew up, it was kind of the same thing. I didn't always embrace, uh, be the, the, the being Mexican, you know, didn't embrace, um, the, the rituals, uh culture food and certain things that we did um although uh some of and it varies too from family to family because it all depends on where you're from in mexico and how far removed too because uh traditions and things get watered down unfortunately (laughs) and and it varies there's always a slight variation and sometimes it's like well like for instance in recipes There's so many recipes for, you know, tamales and whatever your favorite dish is, because it just depends on the ingredients that are available to you um, or what your preferences are. And, you know, some people personalize it and and you don't always get true traditional dishes. And and that goes for everything, not just the food, but, you know, everything else. So but yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Labels don't bother me. Um you know when you know who you are, then you know how people see you it doesn't really matter um but if you're gonna label me as my appearance, my appearance, you know, by the color of my skin or my ethnicity, my background, also label me for my other characteristics, you know um what I do for a living or um my educational level if you want to I, just give me the benefit of labeling me for everything that's there and not just don't just leave it at my appearance and who I am as far as you know my nationality or ethnicity
2: label me as a person
1: yeah i'm i mean i'm so many different i have so many different labels so i, I it doesn't matter and you want to label me an asshole that's fine i'll i'll take it because uh, I know I can be one at times. So it does not bother me. It does not bother me to be called that.
2: I'm sure we have many labels. We just got to. Yeah. It's hard to live up to all of them, though.
1: I know. I know. It's like, well, if I'm an asshole here, just know that I could be an asshole there. And this person sees me this way. So you might want to consider that, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, you haven't, you, you haven't seen my yeah. good side. <laughs> yeah, because if you're going
1: to label me something I, I want to know exactly what it is So that I can live up to the reputation And your expectations I want to exceed those expectations for you
2: Exactly yeah. If I'm an asshole to you, I want to be an even bigger asshole
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the best asshole That I can be And I'm going to leave that impression on you
2: Damn, so, so. inspiring So inspiring yes. I'm There's your there- the truth <laughs> There's your motivation yeah. Motivational rant.
1: I'm the, I'm the Tony Robbins of assholes. <laughs> what, about, what about nicknames, derogatory nicknames that, that people use nowadays in society for being Mexican or Hispanic? Has that ever bothered you? Have you ever had any situation where someone calls you something and it's like you took offense to it?
2: I mean, I've never really been in that sort of situation where I have been like, negatively like discriminated against yeah not like in a a big sort of way there's always very subtle things but it's never anything that was sort of directly pointed to me yeah you know what i mean but there's been instances where i've been oh it's not necessarily people do it a lot more jokingly to try to get around it but at the same time like i pick up on it i'm like it's like huh okay yeah is that how you really think about me yeah you know and you're trying to use humor to to cover it up which look that's a really big thing you know like a lot of people do that anyway but look I'm not going to get offended by it but it'll still stick with me and I'll be just sort of knowing that that's how you tried to bring it out whether they meant it whether they meant it like in a bad way or not you know what I'm saying yeah
1: yeah, I, I I get you. It almost goes back to um, when your client was asking you um, the, where you from because I I had that same situation when I, when um, I was working at one of the clinics. That I had a patient. It was an older gentleman, and he was uh he was white white gentleman. And uh, you know the visit went well and everything. We were talking, and then he just he when we were done, and I was getting him off the table, and you know giving him instructions to get dressed and what to do next. You know he's. Talking to me, he said, "So, where where are you from?" And so I said, "Well, I'm, I'm from League City." It's like, "No, what you mean? Wh- where do you come from?" I was like, "Well, I was born and raised in Wharton, Texas." And then it's like he saw he wasn't getting anywhere, so he says, "So, where are your parents from? They're from Wharton too." <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like what y- you're trying to figure out what I am, and then it's funny because I'm here in the states, and and it's all you know here in Houston for sure in, in the area we have. A, a lot of diversity. And so I guess they were just trying he was I don't know why he had to know but I t- I finally told him I was like yeah we're Mexican and he goes "Oh, okay so I don't I don't know if maybe he want, wanted to get me to vote for Trump or what but yeah <laughs> you know I I've never really experienced it either and you know nicknames like wetback, spick beaner, taco bender all that stuff um it never really bothered me even when someone of a different race called me that. Um, I thought it was funny as like, I said, like, can you be something, can you come up with something a little bit more original? Cause I'll give you props if you can come up with something new that I haven't already heard. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Actually, you uh, know, th- th- thinking about that now, now that you said that when I was in high school, there was, I had my music teacher. He, um, he gave me the nickname taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. And at first I thought it was funny, you know, I was like, oh, this, he, he's trying to be funny. And then it sort of stuck around. And I, after I sort of realized, I was like, but what, what messed me up the most, because here they have a, um, there's a nickname for like the Italians and the, the Greek and the the European people. They uh-huh. call them Wogs. 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 So W-O-G. What's a,
1: what's a Wog? Does So it have
2: te- te- a- technically Wog is Western Oriental Gentleman. Okay. Something something like that. I don't know where it came from. But wog is it's one of those words that's kind of derogatory, but it's not because it's so widely used. Right. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's like the N word because it's Okay. Not that bad.
1: People when people hear themselves being referred to as wogs, they don't get offended, do they?
2: Um if it's by another wog, no. But if if it's like a white person or someone who's obviously discriminating against them or uh-huh. who's obviously using it like in that sort of manner, then okay. yes.
1: Oh, do they? Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They do sometimes. But, um, but yeah, but he would always, he, cause he mentioned that one day in class about him. So his, this was a quote from him. He said, I'm the most racist, non-racist. And I was like, bro, <laughs> what?
1: That doesn't even make sense to me.
2: Exactly. Exactly, and so that was at that point that I realized I was like, "Damn, this dude's been calling me Taco the whole time. it's like he's actually trying to be racist, you know?" He's like, I was like, "Shit!" So it hit me there, and I was like, yeah. "Nah, Mister, you can't be calling me that no more." And then so, but
1: it's it's kind of funny because the, the high school you went to was predominantly Hispanic. they're the majority. No, no, no. This,
2: this was this was here in Australia.
1: Oh, here in Australia. Australia, yeah. Oh, or there in Australia. Yeah, Australia. There. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. You finished You finished your last year there, huh?
2: Yeah, so I did 10, 11, and 12 there. Or half of 10, 11, and 12.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, because you guys left when Sochi graduated high school, yeah, right? After. Yeah, okay, so I still had to finish right. it off. That's right. I forget. Yeah, when you but were yeah, so here that, that was in here. Houston. I- yeah, you were at, it was like 98% Mexico. Oh man,
2: yeah, forget that.
1: <laughs> so he called me Taco. It's like you're referring to like
2: everybody in yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> referring to the whole damn class. Yeah, but no, but that was here in Australia, and so and
1: he called you Taco.
2: Yeah, wow. he called me Taco. Well, at first, because you know I'm new, I'm like, all right, whatever. He's like these guys; they're probably not going to call me that in like the next week or two, two weeks or whatever. But I oh, kept going. Stuck. And... Yeah. Well, it did stuck. Like even people, like even till like after school. Like sometimes I see people who I know, like, "Hey, Taco, what's up, man?" And I was like, oh, "Fuck!"
1: Oh, that you went to high school with there?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And there's some people at still first, me that.
1: At first, I thought it was because it's so close to Temok that maybe he was using it just to make it easy on himself, but doesn't sound like. It. I think he was just kind of taking a little little jab.
2: What they say is, they say, taking the piss out of it.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, like, he's taking the piss. So that means, like, he's making fun.
1: Right. So. (laughs) That's what they say over here. You brought it to his attention, or what? Yeah, yeah. And what did he say? one
2: day, on Nothing, he was, like, he was, like, because he he was going on that spiel about, like, how he was the most racist, non-racist. And I was, like, it doesn't make sense, man. And so that's when I brought it to him, and he was, like oh but i wasn't trying to be racist or nothing and i was like it doesn't matter i don't want to be called that so don't call me that
1: oh so you addressed it in front of the class yeah yeah the whole wow. day and
2: people people were backing me up too
1: wow that, so that's like, good
2: hey. i was like that's what's good. up
1: because <laughs> you could you could have just said you know come up to him personally and done it but you did it in front of the class that's cool and then gotta he be stopped. a
2: hellraiser man yeah
1: then he yeah. stopped did he call then you? And he stopped, and
2: then, then my my grade started going lower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, what? Serious? I'll trade, I'm serious. I'll trade you a taco for an
2: A. <laughs> I was like, really, dude? I was like, man, I, I love music, man. I love music, but <sighs> apparently, nope, nope.
1: Well, well, luckily that was the only class that he taught that you had to uh, endure his he, yes, his 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 presence. Yes.
2: But look, I didn't yeah. hate him for it or nothing but it just got a bit weird after that that was all
1: yeah i
2: can imagine
1: so did you you pa- i i'm assuming you passed the class
2: barely yeah <laughs> really but i i ended up dropping out of music class actually after that
1: because of him or
2: no because of um so because i went to a catholic school here
0: yeah
2: <clears throat> because i went to a catholic school here they um What's it called? They put us on some, like, because you have to pay tuition, obviously. Right. But, you know, we we were on, like, a concession plan, which is, like, a bit cheaper tuition. And the problem with the, the 12th grade one is that you have to have music lessons. And so they were saying, we'd rather you pay us the money for tuition than for you to take music lessons, to take music class. And so I couldn't take music anymore. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: But you don't need music lessons. You teach yourself.
2: Well, exactly, exactly. But I was like, I'm not gonna bother. I'll do but my you, own did, stuff you, anyway.
1: You didn't. You didn't need that class to graduate,
2: though, right? No, no, no. Okay,
1: so that was just kind of no. A, it's, like it's just a fun an elective. Class. So yeah, just yeah, a Fun class. I just
2: did it for yeah. fun anyway. I okay. had my fun. I did what I had to do.
1: Okay. And now you still do music.
2: Yeah. So it didn't kill my spirit or nothing. <laughs> yeah. If anything it made it better. Way better. Well, let's
1: talk about your music production. All right. So what what uh, what kind of what kind of stuff are you into?
2: So me, I'm into a whole bunch of different stuff. Like I love like my first when I first started listening to music properly, I started listening to like Metallica and like old school metal stuff like that. And then that's what got me to start playing guitar. And pretty much from there, I sort of evolved into other guitar music. So like blues, um, jazz, all kinds of stuff like that. A lot of Latin stuff too. Um, And then sort of as my music taste evolved, started listening to more uh, like, or when I came here to Melbourne, started listening to more like techno and house and all that kind of stuff, drum and bass, a lot more electronic music. And so it's Is that sort what's of,
1: popular there now?
2: Yeah, it's pretty popular at the moment here. And so um, I sort of got more into that stuff and then started embracing a bit more of the Latin side, a bit of cumbias, a bit of uh, reggaeton. And so I sort of just sort of mix all that together. Or not together, but I sort of do my own separate things for each of those genres. And so, you know, like I love my guitar stuff. I love my electronic stuff. And I love all my Latin stuff. And so end goal would be to eventually sort of mix all that together and create my own sort of stuff. Fuse at the same it time. all together. Exactly. Exactly. But that's just so, one of the many many ambitions.
1: Okay. So you got some beats that you've put together um that um, what do you what do you once you once you come up with something, what do you do with it? Do you put it like a lot of people would put it on like SoundCloud?
2: yeah I've got a soundcloud do you that I started up last year because of the lockdown <laughs> yeah and um I got a couple songs on there like even my my intro song for my podcast that's what I made that yeah and so um I don't know but problem problem with me though is that I make too many like loops and mm-hmm. so I end up I create too many ideas but I never sort of make them into full songs full songs yeah and that I can yeah that I can actually post. And so that's my downfall. So I've got all this compilation of music and everything, or little like samples and loops that I have, but I've never actually put them all to full songs. So if I actually sort of sat down and actually did it, I could come out with like a full like full album pretty much. <laughs>
1: yeah. How how long does it take you to put together the your ideas for for music? and say okay you know i'm 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 going to work on putting a complete song together well how much time does it normally take you
2: so my last song that i did took me about a week yeah so that's a, a week is the normal time because well actually that was because i was using garageband on my phone and mm. garageband oh my goodness look it's a good program it's great but it's very tedious because you yeah. know i got i'm just using my fingers and my thumbs you right. know what i mean and so i don't have a mouse or something that i can grab stuff and sort of spread it out or yeah, i always that have to record it, it yeah you know it's a bit harder to get through it but i made it through and it was definitely worth it but now I've, i bought a laptop recently and so i actually have proper software now that i'm using and i okay. can actually like visualize and i can create a lot more stuff and there's a lot more sounds and effects that I can use to make a more professional sounding, um, music.
1: Yeah. So you're kind of playing with that now, right?
2: Pretty much. So I'm just trying to figure out the software at the moment, learn all the little tips and tricks and whatnot. A lot of YouTube videos that I have to watch, which some of them are boring. Some of them are good, but in the end, I think it'll be good to know the ins and outs of, of whatever software I'm using. Yeah. And, and so, then once you get
1: comfortable with it, then then you'll start putting your beats together and making oh, yeah. songs. Oh yeah, yeah. here here's a question that I just came up with. Um, it's going to go back to uh, your guitar, your guitar, your love of guitar. Yes. So if you could share the stage with one guitarist, who would it be?
2: Ooh, that's tough, man. That's tough.
1: Okay, I'm, 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 um, I'm gonna give you three. Name three.
2: Name three. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I'll probably share the stage with, I want to say, James Hetfield from Metallica. Okay. Your favorite band. (laughs) Yeah,
1: not my favorite
2: band. And second, I want to go with, um, there's a blues guitarist. His name is Albert King. Okay. He's pretty good. And then there's a, a band that I've been re- listening to recently is called Krungbin. So that's the name of the band, but the guitarist is Mark Spear. Man, he's crazy. He's absolutely okay. crazy.
1: All right. So, I know James Hetfield cuz Metallica was big in what the 80s, 90s. I mean, yeah. they're still big, but um they're back. They started back what? I guess in the 80s.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Early 80s, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, early 80s. So we would consider him from the past for you. Yes. And then who was the <laughs> other, who's the other person?
2: Uh, Albert King.
1: Albert King.
2: Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's super old.
1: He's super old. And what kind of, what, what, what his, what's his genre?
2: So he's a blues guitarist.
1: Blues guitarist. Okay. Yeah,
2: blues guitars. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good.
1: And he, he's from the States?
2: I think so. Yeah. Somewhere in the States. But he, okay. um, He's not really popular as far as the blues go, but he did a a, a album with Stevie Ray Vaughan, which is a lot more well okay. known, right? And so that's where I saw him, and I got his sort of his style from okay. him. And so,
1: and then your last choice was
2: uh, Mark Spear from this band called Krungbin. Okay, they're sort of they're sort, they're actually from Houston. Are they? Yeah, they're like psychedelic rock. I would say. Oh, oh. Honestly, I, I can't really put like an actual definition on them. Okay, you have to listen to them to sort of make your own opinion on it.
1: All right. Uh, once I do the editing, then I'm gonna write these names down, and yeah. um, I'll look at look at look them up and see see what see what they're all about.
2: Yeah, because Krunkbin, I've been listening to them for a little bit now. A Friend of mine got me into them, and um, they're just good. They're a the three piece from Houston, mm. Texas the homeland the motherland i should yeah, say <laughs> and man they just their music is just on another level man whole another level
1: where can you can you find them on spotify
2: yeah spotify youtube all kinds of okay. stuff if you so watch them, albums out yeah yeah if you watch them live oh man it's just like damn
1: okay i have to definitely check that out yeah totally so what uh, what kind of direction are, are you going? Oh, well, you already mentioned that, actually. You, you would like to do kind of a fusion-type uh, uh, music. Fusion-type so, beat. Fusion-type beat. So what are you working <laughs> on right now?
2: Uh, at the moment, I'm working on a, a couple little things. I'm working on some... Um, well, recently I've been listening to a lot of Memphis rap. So that uh <laughs> So, yeah, so like that uh, Crunk, you know, that... Uh, that uh, Give me Memphis, an example. You know the uh, three six mafia.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Stuff like that. Project Pat. Uh, those guys up in Memphis, and uh, you know, it's very sort of hard beats. Sort of, they use like uh, they they use the samples from horror movies. So like scores, okay. so, like the orchestras from the horror movies and stuff like that. So it's very like um, melodic and how do I say it? Sort of horror type beats okay which is interesting
1: that, yeah i was just gonna say that that's interesting that they choose uh horror movie soundtracks to um uh to sample well i'm pretty like,
2: sure i'm pretty sure they're talking about like killing people and stuff like that and s- selling well, drugs
1: <laughs> yeah i mean I, I don't really listen to them but i'm just I'm j- i always thought about like you know the some of the rap that i listen to like, like um or back in the day nwa and um was a public enemy and all those guys. You know, they sampled a lot and you know, they sampled music from the sixties and the seventies and stuff. And I was like, how does someone choose what to sample from for each particular song that they do? You know, what 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 made them go to that?
2: It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy man. That. Like just to have that because literally you can sample anything. You just have to be smart about it and put the right beats and the right tones over it.
1: Yeah. You know that song uh Fuck the Police by NWA? Yeah, yeah. The 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 drum beat that's that's in the background.
2: Yeah. Funky okay, Drummer so, by James Brown.
1: Yeah. That um that's the most that's the most sampled song of any songs. And you know, they changed up the the tempo on it because that's not the way it sounds on on that song is not the way it's originally played.
2: Yes. Yes. I actually, I went on a rabbit hole the other day going on, onto um songs that are sampling other beats. Cause obviously, yeah. obviously hip hop is all samples. And right. so I was going through, there's, a, there was a playlist that I found on Spotify that has the original songs of all the most sampled beats. And yeah. so I listened to each one of them and I was like, man, these are all, way ahead of their time, you know, obviously like, you know, that's what was in at that time, but it takes a very smart person to grab these beats and put it into how they want to hear it, you know, and to make it, turn it into a whole different genre.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, in me, I'm not musically inclined. So it, for me, it's like, wow, how does that happen? But, you know, you have to know, all right, you have to figure out, all right. So they have an idea for a song, you know, and it, it all starts with, well, I guess for those guys, for the rap, the rap artists, it starts with the lyrics first, some guys, but the other guys work differently where they start with the beat and then they can fuse them together. They meld them together, but to say, all right, uh, I need a sample and I'm going to go with this and make it fit. And it always sounds good. Once the final product is out, the finished product is out and it always makes me wonder. It's like, man, how did they figure that out? Not just what song, but how much of it to sample. You know, because sometimes they'll just take a couple of seconds and then loop it, and oh, yeah. that's all they oh, yeah. need. Yeah, because they don't—they won't take the whole song. They'll just take a little bit of it, and sometimes it's not the beginning. Sometimes they'll take from the middle. Sometimes they'll take from the end, and it's like, yeah, I don't—I don't understand this. I don't know how they can do that.
2: It's crazy. Well, it's that's that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty yeah. of it, to be honest. Like, it it just blows my mind thinking about it you know having this because i've been trying to do the same lately like i've been trying to take just random samples and throwing beats on them and it's not that easy it's not that easy at all <laughs> not working out for you
1: no because <laughs>
2: you can easily say oh they just take two seconds they just throw a couple beats on it and they're good to go nah nah you gotta yeah. make it make it crisp it has to be tight and it has to be able to be wrapped over you know what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah and that's the thing is too is the the music has to go with the flow of of the lyrics as well so yeah it's it's there's so many pieces to that puzzle that you just got to make them fit just right so definitely yeah you got to give you got to give those guys props because when when they say well you know what's wrong with today's music you know it may not be to your liking but there's a lot of value to it there's a lot of that goes into it i mean and it's just not just putting you know music to words or words to music there's a lot that goes putting it all together and making it sound what it is today so oh, totally. I mean, you got to give those guys props totally
2: up. man all the yeah. producers out there man like even like most of the popular songs like all the pop music like what my sisters listen to i listen yeah. to the some of the beats that that are onto there or like the music that's like the background music i don't care about the lyrics I listen, yeah. to the, I listen to the actual music, you know, and hear what these producers nowadays are doing. Yeah. And some of, the, some of the stuff they throw out there is so simple. And it's like, why didn't I think of that, you know?
1: <laughs>
2: literally, literally, yeah. it's like, I could have easily thrown something like that together.
1: Yeah, it's just right there. It's right there. I have access to all of that. I could have done that. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, also to people that say they don't like music of today, there's also those people that say, that, you know they don't call them musicians because they're not playing instrument it's all electronic it's all keyboard it's all computerized and everything and it's like so what so is everything else in life you know uh, if you were do you like like an author somebody that writes books do you do you say that their their books nowadays are less than what it was before because they're on a computer typing things up and everything's electronically edited and everything versus the guy that used to write by hand or on a <laughs> typewriter. No, it's the same thing. You know, you still got to put the time in to put it, every, put it together and make everything work.
2: So, yeah. And that, that's what it is. It's the time. That yeah. time is just valuable, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, uh, you, you can spend hours and hours with it. So, yeah, I still, I still think it's, it's good. I could never do it. I couldn't make a living out of it. I'd starve.
2: Well, that is the hard part. You know, yeah. you have to get yourself out there. That's why, that's why I do it as a hobby right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Once I get good, then I can start going part time, working part time, doing music part time, sort of going from there. But until then, I'm gonna keep working full time. I'm not gonna, gonna drop keep, my my full time job.
1: You're gonna you're gonna keep being a barber. That's what pays the bills.
2: Yes. Cutting hair yeah. pays the bills, man. Because yeah. here's my problem. I have too many things that I like. Or it's not a bad thing. But when I want to make my own music and, and like become a, a producer or an artist or something and go touring around the world, for example.
0: Yeah. At
2: the same time, I want to open up a barbershop and still want to do all the stuff at the same time. You know what I mean? And I know it's going to be super incredibly hard. But... <laughs> I think it can make it happen.
1: Well, you just got to find a place where on one side of the uh, of the office or the building, you have the barbershop. The other is the uh, the music studio. True. And in that way, True. you can just cross back and forth. And you can do both. You're both the, the, the two loves of your life.
2: Exactly. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Barbershop and records. Yeah. It's gonna be Temok's barbershop and records.
1: There yeah. you go. But well, you already got it kind of started because you have a barber chair in downstairs, right? Or in well, I garage do, yeah, or something. Yeah, in the garage. So, but, yeah, so you kind of you kind of halfway there. You didn't even yeah. know.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm halfway there, but at the same time, it, it's kind of like I do want to keep doing stuff like on my own, but I still yeah. have to get paid. Cause here's the thing, like I make more money if I do haircuts here at the house, you know what I mean? But I have to find clients, like an actual clientele and I don't want to have like a full book of clients in my garage, you know what I mean? Right. I'd rather have a shop that I can fulfill the full needs of all the clients, you know what I mean? Right, right. And I don't want 20,000 people coming into my house every day.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be good. All that traffic. But uh, so right now, when you, when you, uh, as far as your your day job, barbering or being a barber, uh, what do you rent? You rent the chair?
2: No, no. So I'm an employee. So I get paid oh, by okay. the hour. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Does that work good for you?
2: No, it works really well. Because if yeah. if we're busy, we're busy. But if we're quiet, then I still get paid. So <laughs> you still get paid.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Because
1: I I didn't know how that worked. Cause for you, because I know some places, it's like you rent the chair and then whatever you make is yours you know, and so I didn't know, but th- yeah, that, that works out good for you. Yeah. Most places,
2: foods. most places in the U.S. are like that, yeah. but here in Australia, it's pretty, um, pretty standard to be on a wage.
1: Oh, okay. And then you can bl- build your clientele and then steal them and <laughs> do it to take them to your own shop.
2: I mean, but that, exactly. that's, 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 that's,
1: that's the nature of the business. That's just the way it goes. Oh
2: yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Because the, the, the boss I'm working with now, I used to work with her at another barber shop in the near the area there. And so that's yeah. what she did. She that's branched she out did, so. and opened her up her own shop and then now I'm working for her now. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's the way then that's the way it goes is she's gonna know that the barbers that work for her will eventually leave and take their clients there. Yep. Yep. Which which is not you know, it's like it re- doesn't really hurt the business because if you hire somebody else to replace them, then, you know, you, you look for someone that already has a clientele and can bring them over. And so, you know, you're just replacing one person with the other. So it's, and, and usually when you get repeat customers that, or clients, it's because they're coming for you and not necessarily because of that barbershop.
2: Exactly. So Exactly.
1: Yeah. Ever since, ever since I grew my beard out, I've been kind of just messing with it and, and trimming it and shaving it. I've gotten, when I go get haircuts, I'll, I'll sometimes, uh, you know, make appointments to get the beard trim and stuff like that. And it's not expensive, but sometimes I just like, i look at it and it gets straggly. So I'll start trying to shave it down, not shave it, but, you know, trim it down. And um, so I'm, I'm on this kick where I want to, Trim it. Do all the lining, all the lines and stuff. You know the the corners, the edges, underneath. Yeah, the, trying to look chin, sharp. All that stuff. Just line it up real nice and pretty. And so I ordered a straight razor from Amazon.
2: Oh, big mistake!
1: I used it for the first time today. I cut my <laughs> neck. Not today. The other day. Seriously, dude. I I cut my. I don't know if you could see it. I had. It was on this side.
2: Oh my goodness! Was a little. Yeah, I cut myself. Look.
1: Those things are sharp.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's I, it's the I, kind
1: I... <laughs> Yeah, it's the kind where you can replace the blades on it. Yep, yep. And those blades are like really, really thin. Mm-hmm. They're flexible. And then you gotta put them in there. I had trouble first putting it in there and then clipping it and closing it. And it's like, man, I didn't want it to slip and slice my finger. <laughs> so I was scared of it. And then I started messing with it. I first I tested it on my arm and it's like, yeah, it, it came up the hairs came off real quick. And that's like, well, I kinda I held it on my hand and I was moving it around a little bit like this just to kind of get a feel for the balance of it and the weight. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. So I started a little bit at a time and I was like, okay. And then, cause I also ordered that, that clear shaving gel.
2: Oh, too. yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I had it all up underneath here and I'm trying to, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going good. And it's like, then I, I felt this, Oh shit. And I looked and sure <laughs> enough, I had this line and the blood just started oozing out. I was like, Oh, I think I'm done. <laughs> I think
2: I think I better check into the next ER.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't that bad. It was just it was just a superficial cut, but it was it was enough to scare the crap out of me. So I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so I put it away and and uh and I kinda hit it, made sure nobody else touches it in case they want to try it without me knowing about it. And yeah. yeah.
2: No, I always tell people don't don't buy the straight razors unless you really want to get like confident enough to use it because Uh, really, with the razors, I say, leave it to the professionals, man. Stick, stick with your disposable razors. Those are the easiest way. Those suck. Those really suck. Stick with that. Or even like get a electric shaver, man. But the technology is that good nowadays that the electric shavers will get closer than the actual razor.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a good one. I ha- I have an electric razor that you know you, you I can trim it down and then just kind of edge it, but it's not a it's not a very good one. It's just a basic cheap one. I I I've been yeah, looking well, for got, one to replace it.
2: Because you have the trimmers, which are the typical ones with the teeth that yeah. looks like the mini clippers. So those yeah. are those those are the trimmers. But the electric shaver is the one that's actual like has the blades in it. And oh, like the foil. The foil yeah, the type? foil shavers, yeah. Okay. okay. So if you I get a you. really good one of those, man, they'll last you for a while and you get so much more shaves out of it. Cause you don't have to use a shaving cream or a shaving gel or nothing. Yeah. You just get it short enough that you can um knock it down to stubble, and then you just go with the foil shaver over that. And yeah, that'll to... get that'll be sweet.
1: I'll have to try that. Yeah, because I I've 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 had one of those types before where you can change the heads where from the trimmer to the, the razor, the, the foil shaver. Yep. Yep. And then they have this, um, this stuff. It looks like a little disc and um, it's like powder that, that you can put underneath there for dry shaving. It helps the, the foil shaver glide on there so it doesn't pull and yeah, it makes it softer.
2: Yeah, so that's and, why you yeah. have to get it down really short. Otherwise, it's yeah. going to be pulling like crazy. Yeah, And you you want to have a machine that's dedicated just for the foils. Might that's the thing. If you them. get one of those two-in-one or the replaceable heads, those are really cheap, and so they're not going to really give you a close shave. Mm-hmm. But if you spend a good 50, even more than that, you'll get a good nice one that'll last you a lot longer. Save time. You do it in the car on the way to work. If <laughs> you're one I've of those seen guys. seen
1: people do that. I've seen people do that. So... I don't I don't I don't know if I could do that shaving. I've seen I've seen people shaving on their way to work. I've seen I've seen women putting their makeup in traffic, which is to yeah. me it's a no no, especially <laughs> if they're doing their eyes and stuff, their eyelashes and
2: nah, Imagine that you're so. driving, you're going down, hit a bump, just right into your eye. I yeah, jab you yourself in the eye. No, yeah, exactly. That
1: wouldn't, be, that wouldn't be good. So I let me I got a question for you. So um like I said, I I I see um, a lot of videos on on shaving and stuff like that and different beard styles. Because at one time, my, my beard was really long. And it was like, uh, Celine didn't like it. I didn't like it because it's all so gray. And so I, it just made me look like an old, old man. So then I cut it down. And I think, yeah, I, th- I think I'm just, it looks better sh- at shorter lengths. But um I'll, I'll watch these videos because it just amazes me how people can line up and, you know, the different fades. You can do a uh, uh, you know, real hard fade and then you can do just a small transitional fade from the, um, what do you call it? The sideburns down and stuff like that. Yep. And people get creative. But um, those those beard pencils that fill in for like small <laughs> spots and stuff like that, I think some of them get carried away with it. They just look too, I don't know, it's like ma- male makeup to me.
2: Too artificial, yeah.
1: Yeah, do you use those?
2: No, I don't, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. A, lot of the, a lot of the barbers in the US, they like to use the enhancements. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've seen a lot of lineups that, look, if you use them right, it looks super crisp, but if you yeah. start going too too crazy or too happy on it, man, it looks just fake as hell you might as well yeah, just get th- like a fake beard
1: yeah <laughs> i think it should be an enhancement not something that's just the replacement so yeah i think if you use it as a filler for here and there but just don't go crazy on it i can't really use it because i've got so much gray there's not enough there's not enough black in my in my beard that if i try to use it it you would notice it it would just
2: so be you're just gonna have nice. lines on your face might as yeah, well just a face tattoo these lines
1: is what is that a zebra? <laughs> Although recently I did try dyeing my hair and my beard. I didn't like the way it came out so it's like I'm not doing it that again. So I'm just trying to get it to grow out, cut it out. So
2: Oh god. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just I just it was just too much gray in my beard and my hair and it's like I'm trying to try to roll it back some. I didn't want to go completely black but I just didn't like the way the color ended up. It was like, eh, doesn't look good.
2: So, yeah, most of the time, most of the time with that stuff, it never really, you never get the effect that you're going to, that you're going to be hopeful for. Just yeah. because there's, everybody's hair is different, obviously, and there's different sort of different shades. And so to get to that one shade that you want to get, it's going to take a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And honestly, it's not worth it. See, I just thought to, your sister. Just yeah place.
1: I thought I thought your sister did uh uh hair coloring that's why I was asking her the other day and I was gonna have her color my beard when you y'all came to the states
2: <laughs> you don't want that happening no don't do it no it's a pain it's a pain to cover that like, color the beard
1: <laughs>
2: I thought you were saying don't let her do it <laughs> oh no no I don't know she's still an apprentice so oh I, she's still I, I, I don't know mode. I don't know if she's uh learned all that yet or not.
1: Okay, well, when she becomes uh, certified, then, then maybe I'll talk to her. Yeah, we'll see. By then, I may not even have the beard.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Is she going to be clean shaven again?
1: No, I doubt it. No, I, I really like my beard. No, I'm going to keep it. I'm definitely, it's a keeper. I think, I'm, I think I'm good with the length and where it's at.
2: No, I think it's fine, too. Like That's probably yeah. like the ideal length for you.
1: Yeah, because at one time, I wanted to have one of these big Viking lumberjack beards <laughs> where it comes down. And it's like man i i I just get i just get anxious and wanna trim it, and so nah I just do regular trims here like every two weeks or so just to keep it neat and so I don't have all these stragglers all over the place
2: so, yeah, it's people think that it's fun having big beards, but uh it's a lot of maintenance
1: it is it's lots a lot of and lots,
2: lots of maintenance,
1: and it doesn't look good on everybody either too,
2: no, no, yeah. I've seen some very um, interesting ones in my time. <laughs> some guys have big old yeah. beards and it doesn't match their face. Or the problem yeah. is like when they they can grow it like underneath in their neck, but it doesn't grow on the face. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's the thing is like you don't really know. I mean, unless you try to let it grow out, then you know where all your bald spots are because everybody has them. No one has the perfect beard or at least, well, some people do, but very few. Very few people have the perfect beard where it just fills
2: in nicely. Oh yeah. You gotta have those good jeans.
1: Yeah. 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 So what time is it over there now?
2: So now it is uh 137 AM.
1: Wow, we've been podcasting for an
2: hour. It's not bad, not bad. Not bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm I'm ready to call it quits because I'm uh, I'm hungry.
2: Oh, not it's getting breakfast. hungry. Time yeah. for some brekkie.
1: And it's time for you to go get some sleep.
2: I think but you so. don't work
1: you don't work tomorrow. Tomorrow's no, Sunday tom- for you, oh, it's right?
2: Sunday, yeah. Well, I'm in no, lockdown, it's Sunday. So it doesn't
1: matter. It's Sunday now, right?
2: Well, it's Sunday now, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you work on Monday anyway.
2: No. No.
1: No. So what 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 what's the expectation as to when the lockdown will be lifted?
2: Well, they're saying Wednesday I can go back to work. But they haven't announced it officially yet. It's supposed to be Wednesday, but they're very, very notorious for extending it even more. And looking at the numbers now, usually when we get to zero for a couple of days, then they'll take it off. But until then, I'm stuck at home.
1: <laughs> now, when you say zero, you're talking about for the state. that For you're the state, in, right? yes. The state. The state. Not just like your city, but the state. The state. Yeah, because I was I was I was after I t- talked to your dad, um, I was looking at the news because we've had some a climb in some cases here in Texas. We're like one of the top three states that has had an increase because of this Delta variant, and um, in Texas, is it Texas or Houston? I think it was just in the Houston area. No, it had to be Texas one day we had 36,000 cases. No, I mean 3,600 cases.
2: 3,600, okay.
1: 3,600 cases. Damn. And it's like, wow. And it's a thing where hospitals are starting to get busy again. And, you know, the, the Houston area threat level went up to orange from yellow. And so the governor's come out and said that he's not going to change um where we're at as far as with the mask mandate you know because right now we're basically if you're vaccinated most businesses and places if you're you fully vaccinated it's an option but how are you right. gonna know right how are you gonna know and there's a lot of people that still haven't been vaccinated and the younger crowd is getting hit with this delta variant so you know it, it is real just Just got to go with it. You know, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. Is your dad vaccinated yet? No. He's still holding out.
2: Yeah. He's holding out as long as he can.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, I was made to, I was kind of given, I wasn't given an option. Uh, Celine made the appointment for me. She said, you're getting, you're getting vaccinated. It's like, (sighs) okay. And then the, the new company that I work for, they, they didn't make it mandatory but um they they really wanted their employees vaccinated so i was like well yes yeah, strong well.
2: strongly recommended
1: yeah strongly recommended so i was like well i'm gonna go ahead and do it just in case i may not agree with it but i'm gonna do it so who knows what'll happen down the road what kind of issues but i do know from from experience and dealing with patients that people that have had uh COVID and then recovered um they still have continuing issues, especially with their lungs, because it affects it so so badly. Yeah. So really. yeah, it's 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 nothing to play with, unfortunately. So that's why I say it's it's a it's a real thing. It's a real threat. But oh well, we'll see. I mean, if you do, you know, it's one of those things. You, if you do or you don't, you know, either way, there's something that's going to happen.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, dude. I covered everything on my notes. I didn't see you add anything, but I think we, I think we had a good episode. I think this is good. I, I
2: believe so. I believe I so. Enjoyed I, it. I never come prepared, so that's just my thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, man. I'm gonna sign out. So tell people where we can find you and where they can find your podcast.
2: Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. My, uh, my username is at El Tejano Down Under. Or you can follow my personal one, Nunez underscore Cuauhtemoc. Or my barber one, Temoc the barber. I got to throw them all out there, man. Throw them yeah. all out there. And uh, you can find my podcast, El Tejano Down Under, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts on. Anchor. Anchor is the main one. That's the yeah. OG Big Daddy. Shout out, Anchor. Uh, actually, no, don't shout out to them because they don't sponsor me. That's uh, an option, but,
1: but you don't make enough money. Yeah. i did it and it was like it wasn't a whole lot of money so i just took it off and said you know i'm not getting worried about it (laughs) i got tired of hearing myself doing the the uh the promo
2: audio yeah i can i can imagine it getting pretty annoying
1: yeah so so it's not worth it
2: (laughs) all right well thanks for having me on for sure it's like the third time i've been on your show so it's not going to be the last that's for sure yeah. But yeah, but thanks anyway. Yeah. That you know, it was, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. a pleasure coming on. I will have to get you ne- on to mine. Yeah, well, and we, we
1: need to. Um, we need we need to get your dad on. Uh, because oh, the three uh, of us, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was little, when I listened to your episode when you had your parents on. That was a really good episode. They did well. I thought that they were going to get real shy about speaking on the microphone, but they had no problem. No, no, they had no problem.
2: Yeah, I was, I was surprised too. But yeah, we'll definitely get my dad on. I'll probably, yeah, I was, I'll get the both of you on. I was, I well, was waiting
1: for, <laughs> I was waiting for them to start their own podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. Elta handle parents down under. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man, I'm gonna let you go to sleep. I'm going to go get me another cup of coffee and find me some breakfast or whatever. And, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, Dave underscore jokes. And, uh, my podcast is on, uh, iTunes, Spotify, anchor, and all the other platforms that you can find podcasts on. So later guys. See you.